What's up guys? Welcome to another episode of the Vegan Badass Podcast. My name is Tui van Renderhem. I'm super hyped to have you here. This podcast is for you if you're looking for inspiration and education on how to crush your life fueled by plants. Today's topic, we are going to talk about building muscle on a vegan diet. Is it possible and how to actually do it? It truly is possible. I have built all my gains on a vegan diet. I'm a competing CrossFit athlete and vegan fitness coach and I've been vegan for over five and a half years and I'm the fittest and strongest I've ever been. Now let's dive straight into today's topic. So there's two aspects that we're going to look at today. The first one is nutrition. The second one is training. So nutrition, building muscle on a vegan diet. What do we need to take in consideration? So the first thing is that when you are building muscle, you need to ensure you are eating enough. And what does it mean eating enough? You need to be in a caloric surplus. So you need to be eating above your maintenance calories. So you need to be eating more than what your body is consuming. Okay. And why it is important to look at this aspect, especially on a plant-based diet, or if you're transitioning from a non-plant-based diet to a plant-based diet, is that most plant foods, most whole plant foods are higher in volume compared to animal foods and lower in calorie density, which is a good thing, but it's just something that you need to be aware of. So that means basically if you're used to eating a certain portion size and you swap from eating, especially if you're eating a lot of animal products, you swap to eating plant-based, it might be that you feel and think you're eating enough and the same as you used to be eating before but you might actually be getting way less calories in than what you think and how to then make sure that you are eating enough calories well first of all you need to know what is your maintenance and um, there is a lot of like online calculators and that but if you're totally like you have no clue you can you can speed up your progress let's let's say that way and leave out a lot of trial and error Um, if you, instead of guessing and trying to figure it out yourself, work with a professional who is going to calculate all that for you and who's going to ensure that you know exactly how much you should be eating. Okay. So my recommendation is definitely work with a professional rather than trying to figure it out yourself. And the second thing is how to ensure it is to track your foods for a while. So it's really hard to just like eyeball if you have no idea about calories and if you have no idea what you should be aiming for. So it can be really, really helpful and educational for you to learn about nutrition and learn about your individual needs to use a tracking app like uh, Chronometer or MyFitnessPal or uh, there's a lot of uh, free ones out there. So just that you learn how much you should be eating, that you're hitting enough calories when you want to build muscle it needs to be over your maintenance and once you learn that then eventually you don't have to track for the rest of your life then you can start eyeballing your foods when you know like okay this is, uh, this is roughly what I need to be eating so those are like my tips on how to know that you're eating enough and how to ensure it on a daily basis and other tips on how to then if you're struggling to get enough calories in obviously it depends that's also why I can't give you any like tips here because like on your individual caloric needs because they are individual, right? So it depends your your sex, it depends your size, your activity level, like everything affects it. So that's why it needs to be calculated for you individually, specifically. 
And if you would be someone who needs to, if you're like a big, big guy, right? And your, your calorie needs are really high. Some, sometimes it might be challenging to get enough calories in, especially on a plant-based diet when it gets fun, because then you get to eat a lot. So my tips is for that is, um, drinking your calories. So if you struggle to eat massive amounts of food, you can actually drink a uh, part of your calories. So you can make awesome smoothies becomes much easier to to hit your calorie targets and good foods that are higher in calories like fats are higher in calories than proteins and carbs so you can involve like more nuts and seeds nut butters avocado you can you can put them in your smoothies and drink them so it becomes much easier for you to consume consume higher calorie diets even if you are eating purely whole foods and plant-based and the second aspect of nutrition, when we talk about building muscle, you probably guessed it, is protein. So protein is a big concern for many people who are not plant-based yet and who are thinking about possibly going plant-based or then they're worrying about people who are already plant-based, whether or not they might be protein deficient. But the good news is it's very, very, very hard um, to get protein deficiency and it's impossible to form a protein deficiency if you're eating enough calories. So if you're making sure that you eat enough and you eat whole foods, you don't have to worry about eating enough protein for like health reasons. However, when you want to really start optimizing muscle growth, you might need to focus a little bit more on ensuring that you eat um, high, higher amounts of proteins so that you can optimize your muscle growth. Because what, what actually happens, guys, when you are building muscle is you need to break down the muscle, which is like happens to training, right? So uh, you break down the muscle and then you repair it. You repair it stronger and bigger. So that's when protein comes in because then proteins are the, the parts that actually help grow and, and build the muscle, okay? So what, what is enough protein? Again, this is individual. There's no like set number it depends on many factors but what you want to be aiming for roughly is something between 1.2 to 2.2 grams per kilogram of your body weight per day okay and often like if you are just starting out if you're new to weight training or if you also have weight loss goals it might be beneficial to be on that higher range so you might, might be in aiming something between 1.6 1.8 to up to 2.2 grams of protein per body weight kilogram per day but then if you're more experienced if you have been doing um, weight training for a longer period of time it might be okay for you and, and often it's okay to go lower on the proteins but again, there's no set number, so don't take these numbers for granted. Again, I highly recommend working with a professional who can help you out and eliminate all the guessing and trial and error. And those numbers are actually not that difficult to hit, especially if, you, if your calorie needs are high. Again, that's individual, so that just depends. When it can be a little bit more challenging, when we need to pay more attention into specifying the, the protein intake, if um, if you're a smaller, for example, if you're a smaller woman who wants to lose weight as well, so then we need to be more specific into ensuring a high, uh, high protein intake whilst not going too high with the calories. But we're not going to go too much into depth in that. Um, that's, again, just a reason why it is beneficial to work with a professional who can help you 
um, make sure that you, you know which kind of numbers you need to be aiming for and teaches you also how to track and that and then eventually you are able to do it on your own. And which foods are then rich or in protein on a plant-based diet? So on a plant-based diet, you usually think a little bit differently about the protein source compared to like an animal, um, animal protein, because you might, if you have been eating animal proteins, uh, animal products as your protein, you need to start thinking when you switch to eating whole plant foods that protein accumulates. So you don't necessarily need to have like one protein source but it can come and it comes from many sources but but foods that are high in protein that are good to involve especially when you are building muscle and you wanna uh, you wanna ensure that you're getting enough protein is soy products are really high in protein soy is actually really good for you you might have heard some myths we're not gonna dive deeper into soy today in today's episode but um, soy is really good uh, and high in protein then um, legumes like lentils and beans and peas, chickpeas, hummus, they are awesome, awesome foods, contain a lot of uh, protein, good carbohydrates and fiber. Um, Also foods like whole grains have protein in them. You might not know when you eat oats, when you put oats in your smoothie or you eat porridge, they actually also contain quite some protein. Uh, Quinoa, nuts and seeds, Uh, there is so many like, foods that are like rich in protein that you might not be aware of tofu tempeh seitan i'm like just um throwing what comes to my mind and then obviously there's a lot of like kind of meat substitutes that have come on the market that often are also really rich in protein however i wouldn't consume like too much of them that you stick as your base with whole foods just to keep things healthy and, and natural but they're definitely a good um, alternative and to a good add-on to have every now and then for sure. And what I also want to mention regarding to protein is what we often don't think about. People are so worried about the quantity of protein that we often forget what comes with the protein because protein is not just it's it's not just like a, a single food source, right? So if you think of animal protein, what animal products often contain and what the protein comes with is saturated fats, bad cholesterol, often antibiotics and hormones. So there is a lot of stuff that you don't necessarily want to put in your body. So if you don't, if you just focus on the protein, you might forget that animal products also contain things that are not actually good for your body and they also don't contain any fiber, right? And fiber is good for you. And what plant proteins contain they often contain fiber, I said it's really good for you. They don't contain bad cholesterol, um, saturated fats, antibiotics and hormones, but they contain antioxidants and phytochemicals and a lot of other good minerals that are actually good for you. So I highly recommend starting to like broaden your approach to looking at protein as just the quantity and the grams of protein, but actually what is the source of the protein? What else comes with the protein? And last step about protein, protein supplements. Do you need them when you want to build muscle on a vegan diet? Definitely you don't need them, but they can be really beneficial. There's nothing wrong with a good quality protein supplement. So this again comes down to your individual needs and your uh, calorie and, and protein targets. So this is something like, it's more like first 
making sure that your base of your nutrition is solid, that you are eating mainly whole foods and that you're eating, you're getting your nutrients and your, your both your macro and uh, micronutrients from whole food sources. But protein supplement definitely can be really beneficial. It, it's an easy way to add your protein intake. It's easy to throw in smoothies. It's easy to have on the go. That, so definitely... A good idea to have a good quality protein supplement. You don't need to take it every day. You need to you don't need to rely on it. But um, it's definitely not a bad thing. But it's also definitely not necessary. So again, it's good to know what are your individual needs so that you can consider whether or not a protein supplement is uh, necessary or beneficial for you. So so far we have covered um, a lot of stuff regarding to nutrition what to pay attention to what to take into account when you want to build muscle on a vegan diet so next we are going to look at training because training is also a really necessary part even that people often forget about it there has been this kind of saying around that uh, nutrition is 80 percent and 20 and it, training is only 20 percent um, it can be a little bit misleading it can be true in certain cases like weight loss you can surely lose weight by just being on a strong calorie deficit without any exercise. But then if, if we think about like um, other body goals, and especially when we think about building muscle, you won't build muscle by just eating a lot of food and eating high protein foods. This is like a common misconception that I see with people. That people think that protein just magically turns into muscle tissue, muscle tissue but that's not the case. No matter how much protein you eat, if you're not uh, stressing the muscle, if you're not exercising, the protein doesn't just turn into muscle. So that's just something that I want to mention. So training is a really important part in building muscle. And when, we, when, when we're building muscle, we want to look at hypertrophical training. So training that actually stimulates the muscle in the right way to break down and then grow. So... As we spoke at the start, muscle growth basically is breaking down the muscle and then rebuilding it stronger and bigger again. So when we want to build muscle, you're not going to build muscle optimally by going for super long runs and doing like endurance training. So it needs to be specific and specific training to build muscle is called hypertrophy. It basically means uh, it's it's a training method to uh, optimize muscle growth and that usually is if we think of like traditional kind of gym training, bodybuilding type of training, it's usually in that rep range of around six to 12 repetitions, about three to five sets or so. And other things that we need to look at is progressive overload. So you need to be consistently and constantly like stimulating the muscle so that when the muscle gets stronger and it adapts to the training, then we need to, again, progressively overload it. So this can be done through adding more weight, adding more volume, adding more um, intensity and that. But the point is that you can't just keep going to the gym over and over again, week, month, and year after, uh, week after week, month after month, year after year, using the same weights, doing the same stuff, because then you're not progressing. So the muscle is not growing. So that's, again, like why it's important to Make sure that you're training the right way. And again, if you have no idea how to do it, if you if you have no idea how to train properly, you're going to save yourself a lot of trial and error and a lot of guessing and possibly also injuries and get results much faster by working with a professional who can actually design 
a training plan for you, a training program that actually suits your goals. Because if you're just doing random shit, you're going to get random results. So remember that like if you want to build muscle and you don't really know how to do it, also for the training, uh, it's going to be really beneficial to have someone help you out, at, at least to get started. And there's a lot of specifics we could dive into. Uh, we could go much deeper, but I want to keep it short and sweet for today's episode. So we're going to keep it simple. We're going to wrap it up. So to sum it up, what you need to do when building muscle on a plant-based diet, you need to eat enough calories. So you need to eat above your maintenance level. You need to eat enough protein. So that um, depends a little bit of your individual needs and where you're at, but roughly from something between 1.2 grams per body weight kilogram to 2.2 grams per body weight kilogram. And then you need to train in a way that um, breaks and builds the muscle. So hypertrophical training that you ensure that you are not only pumping yourself up with calories and protein, but that you're actually putting in the work so that your muscles break down so that you can rebuild them to be stronger and bigger. And that's basically in all its simplicity what muscle growth is. And by the way, the the same principles apply whether or not you're eating plant-based. So that also applies to eating uh, animal products, but just like certain points that we went through earlier and what to focus on specifically when you are eating plant-based. All right, guys, I hope today's episode brought you some value. I hope it was helpful. If it was, I really appreciate if you could take a screenshot and post it in your stories, tag me in your stories, the vegan CrossFit girls, so I know that you're listening. I know that you're tuning in and come say hi. If you have any questions, uh, come ask them on Instagram, the vegan CrossFit girl. I'm happy to um, have a chat and help you out further. Now, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you being here with me. I will see you in the next episode. Ciao for now.